welcome to the God Focus podcast. And today we are reading from Ephesians 6, uh, verses 1 through 9. I am reading from the Living Bible. And we the first section here is on children. Children, obey your parents. This is the right thing to do because God has placed them in authority over you. Honor your father and mother. There's a period there. This is the first of God's 10 commandments that ends with a promise. And this is the promise that if you honor your father and mother, yours will be a long life full of blessing. All right. We want to comment on this section. Any thoughts on this one? Well, what's interesting on this is uh, obey your parents in the Lord. All right. So what does that mean? <laughs> you know, children obey your parents in the Lord. Uh, does that mean children be in the Lord, parents be in the Lord, uh, obey in the Lord in a sense of the boundaries of what the Bible speaks to, right? I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of run with that. And uh, uh, I, you know, I kind of like the idea of children obey your parents who are in the Lord, right? Who are, it doesn't say it that way, but I kind of like reading it that way, right? You know, as your, as your parents honor God, right? You so honor them, right? As you, as your parents mold you and teach you to live a godly life, obey their, you know, their requests and their commands. So there's a lot of different ways, uh, I think, to kind of use that uh, preposition in the Lord. Um, and then what happens if, you know, your parents tell you to do something bad, right? You know, something evil, something malicious, something, or they teach you not because uh, they're Christians and they're not Christians, right? They're, you know, they're some other belief system, you know, uh, that's contrary. They teach something contrary to what Jesus would, would, would speak to, you know, how do you, as a child, how do you handle that? Uh, so there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of, uh, power. Uh, there's a, there's a big difference between children obey your parents for that is right versus children obey your parents in the Lord for that is right. It's interesting that my version doesn't say in the Lord, um, but I am looking up other versions here and under the, I'm on Bible gateway um, un, under the amplified Bible. It does say children obey your parents in the Lord. And then it's got brackets that is accept their guidance and discipline as his representatives for this is right. And then more brackets for obedience teaches wisdom and self-discipline and then end of brackets. Um, and then verse two says honor in brackets, esteem value is precious, honor your father and your mother. And the more brackets, there's a lot of brackets in this one and be respectful to them. Unbracket. This is the first commandment with a promise so that it may be well with you and that you may have a long life on the earth. So um, in the Lord, accept their guidance and discipline as his representatives. So children, you are 
God's representatives. That's how the Amplified Bible looks at it. Thoughts, anyone else? Yeah, I just think it speaks to respect. You know, that's what the Lord wants, our love, but he wants our respect also. And that's, you know, what he's saying, you know, these moms and dads have been put on this earth to bring you into this earth and you should respect them. And that's, that's what I'm gathering from this is, is that respect and, and hope, you know, you hope that they're uh, in the word and that they are in the Lord. But yeah, like Kevin was saying, I, I just remember, you know, there's those silly movies from time to time where these kids become thieves because their parents were thieves, you know, and it's just like so sad that they followed in that. And yet sometimes there's always that one kid who says, this is wrong, you know, and they go against what the parents had taught them and only because it was wrong to begin with anyway. So that was not in the Lord. So yeah, anyway, it, it's respect is what I keep seeing here. Well, what's interesting to me is um, it says children obey your parents um, in the Lord, you know, except, you know, as his be like at your, his representative. So at what point are we not children anymore? Because at some, you know, there's also parables in the Bible where it says, um, but, you know, someone help me with this, um, be, you know, to be as a child. Um, cause I know like back then there was, I think they had rituals back then and certain cultures probably still do, you know, the rich, you know, there's a transition from, you were a child. Now you're an adult. Like there's an actual transition period, like a party or some, some formal event saying, okay, you're done with your childish ways. Now you're an adult. And then like, what kind of adult training is there? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, um, at what point do you, you know, flip from that child to parent role? Um, and aren't we all children? I mean, we're all children of God. Um, we're all his representatives, you know, and, I don't know. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. All right. So let's, unless there's any more thoughts, because now we flip to the parent side in verse four. And now a word to you, parents. Don't keep on scolding and nagging your children, making them angry and resentful. Rather, bring them up with the loving discipline the Lord himself approves with suggestions and godly advice. And again, that was the living Bible. And then there's other versions. There's a lot, a lot of each Bible has a different version of this. It's really fascinating to look at because like the message is very simple. Fathers don't frustrate your children with no win scenarios. Take them by the hand and lead them in the way of the master period. <laughs> right. So they shorten that one really quick. Well, yeah. And in and out NIV is got fathers do not exacerbate your children instead bring them up in the training and instruction of the lord that's it that's all it says for you know verse four so that's shortened to the point and i think that speaks to um kind of truth right you know one of the you know one of the things that that you know paul speaks to in some of his other letters and even in Ephesians here is that, 
to some degree in the earlier parts of the earlier chapters is is that there is there is a truth you know there is a there is a godly way of living your life there is a there is a what we call secular right there's secular beliefs and secular knowledge and kind of knowledge of man and then there's the knowledge of god and uh you know when i hear this and i read this that's what i think of i think of you know teach your children the difference between the two teach your child as a father teach your dip, te teach your children what is godly what does it mean to honor god with your life and, and to worship god you know what does it mean to have uh, idols in your life that are not godly you know what does that look like how do you see how do you see you know where your heart really is right and uh um to me that's that's what i get out of that is uh this there's a there's a teacher children to understand and see the world in a way that honors god um oh yeah i forgot to introduce everybody on the line today um we've got mj kevin Bill and Yolanda are also on the line. So, um, Bill or Yolanda, if you have anything to add as we, before we transition on here, the next section is we're head, heading to slaves and owners. So, parents and children, any last comments? Go ahead, I Bill. Think, uh, that uh, verse that we just read is God giving the order of how to raise their children. Uh, to the parent and uh, holding them accountable to his wishes. I think it's, it's interesting too, where it says um, it is the one man with a promise. So, like if you honor your parents, there's a promise there that uh, we we will live a long life. Yeah, very powerful. And again, you know, like what are we all children of God? I mean, I look at myself as a child of God, um, you know, and, you know, a lot of, you know, this, we could look at it metaphorically like that, you know, cause we're always going to be children of God and that's how I see it. But then, at, you know, we also, for those of us that have children, you know, we become the parent at that point, but we're still a child. We're always, you know, we're a child to somebody <laughs> um, always. And a, and a parent, if we're lucky enough to, you know, be a parent. Um, yeah. And it is important. It is it. I've been studying family ancestral um, things. And it's, it's interesting how, you know, we can inherit eye color and hair color. We can also inherit beliefs and values and traumas that's all passed on through, I mean, there's science behind it. It's fascinating. It's a whole nother topic, but um, you know, for someone that like Mike, you were alluding to, you know, the idea that, well, sometimes, you know, we're born into a family that, you know, may not be following these rules and, you know, they don't understand what it, what it is to be a godly parent, or maybe they want to, but they, they haven't been able to be successful at it. And so they're frustrating themselves because they want to be this good godly person. But for some reason, you know, they just keep messing up and they keep beating themselves up. Um, there are underlying reasons that science has been exploring that uh, that causes that. And with with um, the right training and the right focus, you know, you can break away and 
and break out of that pack and do your own thing. There's a lot that goes underneath that. That's the kind of work I've been studying lately. It is very fascinating. Um, as I diverge, let's get back to the <laughs> topic here. Um, any it's thoughts on that before I move on? It's free will. You know, it's the same thing that was happening in the garden. You know, it's free will. She made a bad decision and then Adam followed. It's the same thing today. You know, if your parents are thieves, you have the decision to make. I know in the beginning, when you're a little kid, you have to follow along, but there's, there comes a time where you, you know, you know, it's wrong. You need to, you need to do something about it or you do nothing about it. Well, what's interesting though, is, you know, like in the amplified version, it says, you know, children, verse one, children obey your parents in the Lord, that is accept their guidance and discipline as his representative. So as when we're children under the roof of an adult that, you know, we may not feel like we, as a kid, you don't know, you don't know what's right or wrong, except for what you see. And so when, you know, you're feeling like something's off you know, but as long as you're honoring God, like, okay, Lord, you know, just get me through this, you know, cover me. Um, I'm, I, I'm, you know, help me do what you want me to do. And right now you're saying to honor my parents. And if they say I'm supposed to steal this Snickers bar, I guess I'm supposed to, I don't know, like, where do you, you know what I mean? It's like, as a kid, um, it's just, you know, we're in childish ways as a kid, because we're learning, we're exploring, we're trying to figure out where do we fit in this world and um, learn the rules. And then at some point, um, and it's, and it's usually around age seven, where we're, where we're able to our brain, our we're physically, biologically able to start making decisions on our own. And we see, oh, wait a minute, the neighbor's family, they don't do things like this, or they, you know, and then we start questioning. Um, but, it, but it's when we're little, you know, it's like children, like what age, like when you're three, that's a whole different brain. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a lot of different things going on when you're three than when you're seven and 10 and 12. Um, all right. Any last thoughts? Cause that's, uh, I think we've talked through that one pretty good because we are now going to switch gears because now we start working in the world and we it, again, the living Bible on verse, uh, what verse is this five, it says slaves obey your masters, be eager to give them your very best, serve them as you would Christ. Don't work hard only when your master is watching and then shirk when he isn't looking work hard and with gladness all the time as though working for Christ, doing the will of God with all your hearts. Remember, the Lord will pay you for each good thing you do, whether you are slave or free. Kev, you want to speak to that? You know, I would say that, um, that you know, slavery, right? That's such a big topic. You know, back in the day there, it sounds kind of like, you know, hey, we got, we got people that are slaves. We got people that are, you know, Christians. Uh, we got all this people in the same place, you know, that in their, in their normal way of living, you know, they're um, different ranks, you know, uh, they're different, you know, you got a, 
you got a guy that's in charge. You got a guy that is, uh, you know, a slave, I guess is the correct term for it. It's just funny. I mean, it's just, when you think about it, it's just kind of funny how in a Christian world, that is what is, that's what's being, uh, that's how the world works. Well, when I think of the word slave, yeah, because that, that, that word itself, like you said, that's a big word. <laughs> that it can mean different things to different people because like literally there are people in bondage like as slaves, like they have zero choices. They're just there to, you know, we see that, you know, we don't see much of that in our country right now um, in the way that it used to be, but I think it still exists. Um, I, I see it as, you know, the word slave to me, it's more like, I think of employee or like you're, or a volunteer or um, like you're, you're, you're helping another person's mission. So you're not the, you're not the owner, you're the support staff. That's kind of how I see it. It's more of the, and then there's different levels of that where some owners are harsh on their <laughs> volunteers, employees, staff, whatever. Um, and uh, so it could be a harsh environment to be in, but if you're aligned to that mission and you're supporting that mission, um, you know, be obedient to those in charge, those in authority. And, you know, for some people, they're not able to get away from that authority. Some people, they're choosing to stay in bondage to that authority um, for various reasons. Um, that's how I see it. More as a slave would be more of a support role. That's how, does that make sense to anyone? Yeah, well, when I was reading this morning, the version I was reading called them bond servants. And what a bond servant was, was somebody who was contracted to do a certain thing for a certain amount of time. And, you know, that's kind of like what we do for work. You know, we work for owners of companies and we are paid a certain wage to do a certain amount of work. And anyways, just going back to bond servants, you know, that's, that's what the world was. In fact, I'll give you a, a fun fact that I learned this morning, and that was, one third of the people in Ephesus was a bond servant. Was it somebody working for somebody else? You know, kind of like what we have in this world today. It's actually closer to almost two thirds of the people working right now are working for companies. And one third are, you know, some kind of a business owner themselves. So anyways, it's just the way, you know, the, the translation came out. Uh, they call them bond servants. So, you know, and at the end of the day, what are we talking about here? We all, we all should obey Christ. We all should, no matter what your quote title is at the time, you're still a child of God. It doesn't matter if you're a bond servant or an owner, you know, it speaks to the, what the owner should do too. Owner should be obeying God, obeying Christ. Let's add that verse in, because that is the last verse here. Um, verse nine, and you slave owners must treat your slaves right, just as I have told them to treat you. Don't keep threatening them. Remember, you yourselves are slaves to Christ. You have the same master they do, and he has no favorites. That's a, a really good passage right there, because uh, it's, it's talking about uh, multiple things that are going to happen 
based on your efforts. And uh, I think uh, bond servant is a really good term um, because a slave would only really get shelter, food, and uh, um, medical attention um, and not really any wages. A bond servant will get some wages. And then very few people are what I would call in today's world an entrepreneur where they put their own mind and their own ideas together. And uh, any successful entrepreneur is gonna need bond servants and uh, he might even have some slaves. And uh, the effort that each person, whether you're a bond servant, slave or an owner, uh, will be in a sense directly repaid back and rewarded to you because you have to put out that effort first. And uh, based on the effort that you put out, you uh, shall receive your, your reward. So, I mean, if you put out little effort, uh, you're gonna get a little reward. You know, if you put out a medium effort, you're gonna get a medium effort. If you put out 110%, man, I can't wait to see what that reward is. <laughs> and, um, you know, that, uh, the master that is providing that uh, service that, that you've chosen to do uh, has the responsibility to uh, uh, treat their servants right as they would treat Christ. So um, both sides of the deal are held accountable. And I think the best part is, is that there's a reward for your effort. So how big do you dream? How big is your God? And uh, when you serve someone, uh, do it with all your best because um, we don't know the path or the journey or the river where it's going to bend and, you know, God's going to throw an obstacle in our way and how are we going to tackle it? So just do your best all the time and love everybody as you love your God in Christ. That's an awesome ending. I love it. Any other comments from anyone? I'm, what I'm thinking is back to verse one children obey <laughs> and if we're all children whether we are literally a child or have advanced to the parent role or perhaps we're slave uh, you know somewhere which i think we all are at some point to something and and or an owner i mean we're all children and there's a promise um and that and the promise this is back up in verse three the promise is if you honor your father and mother, yours will be a long life full of blessing. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you all. You guys are fantastic. Stay God focused. Thank you for your input today. And may everyone be well and prosper and live that full life of blessing. All God's children say, Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just 
use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at Podcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.